0: Hi, welcome back to the Ottawa Church of Christ. Today, what I would really like to talk about is the Judgment Day. And how we're going to look at the Judgment Day is just look at the Scriptures, see what Jesus is teaching, see what Paul is teaching, see what John is teaching on it, and compile it all together, and then present what we, we have. Let's begin by looking at Matthew chapter 13, 24 to verse 30. This is a parable c- called the wheat and the tares. In this parable, a good man sows seed in his field. Then an an enemy sows tares. Then as the crops start to grow, his servants recognize the tares, and they want to go in and take them out. But the man says, leave them until the harvest. Then we'll send in the reapers, they'll take out the tares, then we'll gather the wheat to the barn. Well, in 37 to 43, Jesus now teaches us, explains what this parable is all about. The harvest is the, going to be the end of the age. The angels are, are the reapers, and they are going to come. Jesus is going to send his angels, and they're going to take away the tares, all the wicked people in this world, leaving behind the wheat to be gathered to the barn. Paul, in Second Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 7 through verse 10, says when Jesus is revealed from heaven, this is the judgment day, with his angels in flaming fire, Dealing out retribution to those who do not know God and have not obeyed the gospel when he comes to be glorified in the saints. So what Paul's saying is Jesus is going to show up, but first he's going to send his angels. They're going to take away those who do not know God and haven't obeyed the gospel. They're gone. Get rid of the garbage. When Jesus comes, then he's going to be glorified in the saints, those that are still remaining Uh, Paul, or should I say John, on the other hand, in Revelation chapter 20, verse 7 through 10, says, at the end of the thousand years, Satan's going to be released. He's going to gather his forces. When they surround the camp of the saints, before they touch the camp of the saints, the beloved city, fire comes down from heaven and devours them all. So, in all three scenarios, we're seeing either the angels or the fire that's going to come, take away the wicked, leaving the church. In Matthew chapter 24, verse 35 to 44, Jesus says concerning the judgment day, no one knows the day or the hour. It's going to be like the days of Noah when the flood came and took away all the wicked people, leaving Noah and his family in the ark safely on the earth. So you need to understand again, the wicked are being taken away. Two people are standing in a field, one will be taken, one will be left. Two people grinding. One's taken, one's left. Who gets taken? You need to understand it's the wicked on Judgment Day that's going to be taken. The righteous is going to be left. Luke chapter 17, 26 to 36. Again, Jesus explaining the scenario of Judgment Day. But here in Luke, not only does he say it's going to be like the days of Noah when the flood destroyed them all, but it's going to be like the days of Lot when the fire destroyed them all. Two people will be sleeping. One's taken, one's left. Two people be working. One's taken, one's left. Where, where does this take place, the, the disciples say? Jesus says, where the body is, the eagles will gather. Now, you need to understand the body is the soma, the living body. It's the body of Christ. The eagles are world forces. Just like in Revelation chapter 20, 7 through verse 10, we see the world forces, the eagles, Satan's forces, Gathering around the body. And as soon as that takes place, fire comes down from heaven, devours them. Revelation chapter 20, 11 verse 15. Once the wicked have been taken away by the angels, they have to be judged, of course. And this is what we call the judgment of the dead. Look through 11 through verse 15 and notice he's not saying living or alive. It's always the dead, the dead. He's saying it four times. The sea gave up her dead. The sea is humanity, those that are going to be alive on that day, the sea of humanity. The death gives up her dead. That's those that are in the grips of death but have not yet departed to go to Hades but are still not with us in this world, people in comas and such. The dead come from death. And then Hades gives up her dead. Everybody in Hades is dead. So you need to understand when John uses that phrase, the dead, he's referring to spiritually dead And it's the the judgment of the spiritually dead that we see in Revelation chapter 11, verse 15. Chapter chapter 20, 11 through verse 15. And the judgment of the righteous is found in Matthew 25, 31 to 46. It's the the judgment of the sheep and the goats. The nations will be gathered. The nations, it's the Christians that are in the nations will be gathered. And he's going to say, welcome to the sheep. You who gave me a drink of water. You who visited me when I was in prison. When did we do these things, Lord? When you did it to the least of these brothers of mine, you did it to me. And to the, the goats, he's going to say, be gone. And they're going to say, why? You didn't visit me. You didn't give me a drink of water. When did we not? When you did it to the least of these, you did it to me. Now, you need to understand, they are rewarded because of how the, their relationship with the church. And they're condemned because of their relationship with the church. This cannot be a judgment of the world. Because the world, as we saw in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, they were condemned because they didn't know God and they didn't obey the gospel. Here in Matthew with the sheep and the goats, the righteous need to be separated from the goats. Why? Because Jesus commanded us to love the brethren. Now let's go to the one everybody has a tendency to go to first. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 14 to 18. And you need to know the other ones first, as we will see through this text right here. In verse 14, if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep in Jesus. Now note this, that Jesus, when he's coming back, he's coming back with who? With the saints, which means what? It means the saints are with Jesus in heaven when he returns on the judgment day, okay? Okay. That's comforting to know that my loved ones who are in the body of Christ that have died, I know where they are. They're with Christ. They're safe. They're secure. And they'll be coming back with him if I'm alive uh, on this planet when Jesus returns. Verse 15, for this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will not proceed those who have fallen asleep. Now, this is important to note, that word remain. The word remain is also translated to be left behind. Okay? Which, which What's Paul saying? I believe he's saying after the rapture of the dead. Paul's saying after the rapture of the dead, when the angels come and take people away, then we who are alive and remain until, because now Jesus is coming, won't precede those who have fallen asleep because they're coming with the Lord. And then he says in 16, the Lord himself will descend... After the garbage has been taken away, we'll descend with a shout, the voice of the archangel, with the trumpet of God, the dead in Christ will rise first. He's not referring to the dead in Christ in the dirt because they're coming with Jesus. The rising first, that word in Greek is anastasis. It can mean to institute or install someone in a function. What's he saying here? He's not saying they're coming up out of the dirt. What he's saying is, The dead in Christ, when Jesus comes back, are given their immortal bodies first. And they're returning with Jesus, who's got his immortal body. And they're going to be there to witness the judgment of the sheep and the goats. Then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So we shall always be with the Lord. A second time. See, in 15, he says, we who are alive and remain. And now in 1 Thessalonians 17, we who are alive and remain. Is Paul kind of repeating himself? No, because the first time was referring to the judgment of the dead. This one is the judgment of the sheep and the goats. Then we, the sheep who are alive and remain, have been left behind because the goats are gone. Now, because we've been judged, we'll be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we shall always be with the Lord Therefore, comfort one another with these words. You have to know the judgment day to be able to comfort one another with these words. What's what's the Bible teaching us? Come judgment day, Satan can be released and gather around us, but he can't touch us. And on that day, Jesus is going to send his angels and they're going to take away the wicked and they're going to be disposed of. Then he's gathering his sheep to the barns. They're going to be judged. And then the sheep are going to be with Jesus and the saints for, the, for all of eternity. And the beauty of this thing is that there's a lot of people who have movies out called Left Behind. There's a lot of people come have this teaching out that's called The Rapture, which says Jesus is coming and he's going to take all the Christians to heaven for however many years and then live on this planet for another thousand. If you look at the scriptures, it's total opposite. Next time Jesus comes... The angels are coming to take away the wicked, to gather the righteous, to judge the righteous, and then we're going to a new creation. That's what the judgment day is, and that's how you can comfort one another with these words. Thank you.